Well, welcome. I am so glad that the title of this episode has intrigued you to click play and learn more because I want to ask you this. How exactly are you managing your emotions during this journey? Do you shut them out and keep pushing forward? Or do you spiral and loop through feelings and let them get the best of you? Because in order to gain momentum in this journey, step forward with confidence and make decisions from your intuition, you need to know how to effectively process and release your emotions. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today's, on today's podcast. So you can really hone in on exactly how to wield these mismanaged and suppressed energy so that you can increase your chances of conceiving naturally. First, I want to say I totally understand why you may be feeling some resistance around the topic of emotional healing and you know, what that has to do with getting and staying pregnant. I know that you probably recognize that there are a million emotions building up right now during this struggle to conceive. And when we're, when we've never learned how to properly feel our emotions, nor do we have anyone there to help heal those emotions during this journey, it makes sense that we suppress them. Or on the opposite end of the spectrum, we overindulge in them, thus perpetuating the suffering that we are experiencing. Now, another reason why this concept of needing to heal your emotions in order to heal fertility is so foreign and may even be, there might even be some cognitive dissonance is because the medical community generally takes the position that the ability to conceive and carry full term is strictly a physiological process and that the mind and emotions have nothing to do with it. But let me ask you this. If emotions don't affect our physical body, then why does worry keep you up at night? Why does fear of speaking in front of, you know, in the front of the room make your hands shake and your heart beat out of your chest? Why does chronic stress downregulate your immune system and shut down ovulation? Like, answer me, how is all of this happening if emotions and your mind don't affect the physical body? Our psychological and emotional states absolutely affect our physical body. To pretend that your, you know, these potent emotions of fear, worry, defeat, and grief aren't in some capacity affecting the delicate intricacies of conception and pregnancy is honestly outdated and straight up wrong. Fertility is not simply a physical issue. And it's time to really acknowledge the need to address the mental and emotional components that play a vital role in creating life. In fact, if fertility was just about the physical, we'd see a 100% success rate with medicalized fertility treatments, right? But that's hardly the case. You're looking at maybe a 20 to 30% success rate, and that's among the highest for a young woman using IVF. Chances fall to less than 10% for a woman at 39 and only 3% success rate for a woman who is 44. So get this, Dr. Randine Lewis, who specializes in acupuncture to treat infertility, 
says this about the Western medical treatment for fertility. Quote, on average, women go through seven cycles of art before they either conceive or quit, spending tens to one hundreds of thousands of dollars. End quote. This isn't to say that allopathic medicine is useless. It's just really making the point that it's not only about the physical. You can't just throw some ingredients together and expect that to create life without really taking into the account that there's something deeper here. There's a deeper force at play. Take, for example, the diagnosis of unexplained infertility. This is, in my opinion, one of the most lazy diagnoses that, ex- that exist in the world of reproductive medicine. Right, And this diagnosis is given to 7 million women in the U.S. alone. Basically saying, there's nothing physically wrong right? that, you know, that they could find, which, let's be honest, is limited to some hormone tests, maybe some structural um, ultrasounds, tests, and genetics. So if there's nothing wrong physiologically, then what? What is preventing your body's ability to conceive? Now, most doctors will just stop there, right? They'll just stop, well, we don't know what to do. We don't know what's going on. So just keep trying. It'll happen. Hence why I call it such a lazy diagnosis. Because there's always a reason. It just might not be detected through the myopic view of Western medicine. Now, this leads us to start looking into the emotional realm of your existence, right? Starting to look for answers there. For a lot, you know, for a lot of this going to feel, for a lot of us, this is going to feel really foreign, right? And for others, it's going to feel extremely validating that finally someone is talking about this stuff. But what's fascinating about this topic is that there's actually been more than two decades of research on the mind-body connection, and its vital role in the conception process. Let me just reiterate that. It's not a nice to have, it's a vital component. So what is the mind-body connection anyway, and how do emotions play into this? Simply put, it's the link between a person's thoughts, beliefs, and emotions, and their physical health. Now for most of us, our thoughts, our beliefs, and our emotions are uncontrollable and quite honestly, random at best. Most of us have no idea that we have the power to choose our thoughts, to choose what we believe to be true, and to choose what kinds of emotions we feel. Now, Dr. Joe Dispenza, one of my absolute favorites, leads the area of research in this area. And if you want to read more and learn more about his work, he has you know, his, his famous books, The Placebo Effect, and also Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. If you're really excited to take this work a step further, I highly recommend you go check those out. So I mentioned that most people have no idea that they have the power to control their thoughts. But you, mama, likely don't fall into this camp because as an already health-conscious, high-achieving woman, you've likely dipped your toes into personal development whether that's reading books like You Are a Badass by Jen Cicero, or even following Instagram influencers like The Holistic Psychologist and you know reading her book called Doing the Work. You have this awareness around your thoughts and the beliefs and you know unresolved past trauma that aren't serving you. 
I know this because you simply wouldn't be attracted to listening to this podcast right now if you didn't have that awareness. Here's what you likely experience with personal development though. You buy the book, you create that awareness, you do the exercises, you do the affirmations. It feels like for once you're actually getting somewhere. And then as soon as you let off the gas, right? You let life slip back in, you pull back on your journaling and your affirmations and your meditations. Then your old thoughts, your old thought patterns, your old behaviors, they creep back in, right? And you're back to square one. Nothing has really changed. And all of this makes you feel even worse than before, quite honestly, due to the failure, right? Now you're feeling failure because Wow, even with all of this extra work and all of this extra awareness, it's still not enough to change me and to make me happy. Now, I promise you, you are not a failure. We're just not getting to the root of what is dictating your thoughts and your beliefs, right? The root lies deep in your subconscious. So without addressing the subconscious, whatever you do will be this temporary fix and only a surface level which is what most of the personal development world is all about. Even Tony Robbins, love him, but a lot of that is very surface level. We are, yes, we're trying to change the subconscious through strong emotions and intention, but in order to really make lasting changes in our lives, the healing needs to take place at the subconscious level. And that subconscious level that healing that happens at the subconscious level has the potential to unblock one's ability to conceive. Now we go so much deeper into this, into uncovering, releasing, and healing the blocks inhibiting your ability to conceive inside my program, all right, my 90-day high-level coaching program called Holistic Fertility Method. But I'm going to give you some insight on how all of this plays out in real life so that you can kind of get a gist of how all of this comes together. So the question that you likely have is, how can my emotional issues, right? My emotional ups and downs that I'm experiencing, especially during this journey, cause my infertility, right? Cause or or block my ability to conceive. Well, it's deep within the subconscious mind where all of the emotional issues and blocks related to infertility are actually stored. Now, these are not new. These emotional blocks are not new. They've accumulated here from the ages of zero to about eight, where our brain is highly suggestible and it's operating through a theta brain wavelength, which is... If just to give you some context is the brain wavelength that hypnotherapists tap into in order to make, you know, change you at the subconscious level. So imagine wandering around from the ages of zero to eight practically in hypnosis and taking in everything that you experience. So let's say if you experienced a feeling of failure as a young child, okay? whether that was maybe not making the volleyball team or maybe you made a mess and daddy got mad and you really internalize that as I'm a failure and daddy doesn't love me. So without that support to process that those emotions, your psyche holds that shame of feeling like a failure, right? It imprints our subconscious. 
and it marks it as, as bad, as unsafe. And in order to protect you from feeling that again, it will set up certain protectors and triggers to really block that from happening. So when you experience a sense of failure in your fertility journey, it reopens that old childhood wound of failure that has not been resolved. Now these old emotions feed our current fears, right? So we start to say things like, why is this happening to me? I feel like a failure. My body can't do the one thing it was meant to do. Or I feel like I'm letting everyone down. Maybe I don't deserve to be a mom. Or I can't handle another failure, another loss. Now these fears seem new and only connected to your ability to conceive, but I promise you that they're actually rooted in old, unhealed emotional wounds or traumas. Now here's how all of this is connected to your ability to get and stay pregnant. If these unhealed emotional wounds continue to be suppressed, it can disrupt that mind-body connection, leading to feelings of stress, dysregulating your nervous system, imbalancing hormones, and leading to poor egg quality. Even more, if we talk about energetics, this emotional trauma acts as a black hole in your energetic field, really sucking in energy and depriving your chi or prana energy needed for reproduction and creation. Now, the really great news is that these blocks can absolutely be healed and processed. But here's the thing. Our emotional baggage that we've been carrying around since childhood, it's not just going to go away. I think it's pretty clear by now, right? That ignoring it or resisting it or resisting looking under the hood into our subconscious is not enough. In fact, I want to challenge you by asking you this. Do you think the baby that you are calling in right now desires a mother who is emotionally emotionally well, confident, at peace, and knows how to hold space for her feelings as she navigates the world? Absolutely. And that's the opportunity here, Mama. I know we just brushed the surface here, but what most women who are struggling to conceive don't realize is that putting off the emotional healing part of the fertility journey is like ignoring more than half of the ingredients that makes us fertile beings. Sure, it's easier to just focus on the physical aspects, make the lists, take the supplements, keep checking things off that list. But if you're, if you're sitting here frustrated after months and even years of doing everything you were told to do and beginning to feel a little bit insane, tweaking and experimenting with the same old supplements and the same old diet and the same old tests and, and treatments, then it's time to take that step because this is how you gain momentum. This is how you cultivate confidence and take back your power in your fertility journey. Healing your emotional wounds and ending the generational trauma being perpetuated by fear and shame, this is the opportunity. So right now you have a choice, right? You can continue living in the dark, suppressing your emotional past, and really perpetuating this feeling of fear, shame, guilt, and resentment. In fact, this is what most unsuccessful women do. Or you can be the type of woman who has the courage to face her fears, heal her wounds, so that her future babies get the absolute best, 
most loving, empowered version of her that they deserve. So if that's you, my love, then I invite you to apply for a one-on-one breakthrough call with me to gain clarity on how we can help you in your fertility journey. And if it's a perfect fit and I absolutely can help you, we'll talk about how holistic fertility method looks and how that's going to work specifically for you to increase your fertility, balance your hormones, drastically improve your egg quality so that you can successfully conceive and bring home baby. All right, my loves, I will see you there and I hope to see you um, in my application.